sure. I also bought some little uh, dinosaur and bear-shaped molds so I can make my own gummies. Cute. Yeah, have one of these space dinosaurs. It'll fuck you up. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) This is an afternoonified mini. Is it? I thought we were just, you know, chilling. (laughs) Shooting the shit? Yeah. I'm Sarah. I'm Emily. So, welcome to another edition of Emily's Fairy... Or Afternoonified Presents Emily's Fairy Tale Theater. (laughs) Afternoonified Presents Emily phones it in. Afternoonified Presents... Sarah doesn't realize how hard doing the fairy tale voice is. <laughs> I don't know. It felt um, like I've checked. My microphone is plugged in. <laughs> um, and unlike our last mini, the story here has been tested over many, many years and has proven to not have any harmful side effects. This this story will not change your DNA. It might. It's a pretty powerful story. Um, I thought we'd go with uh, a princess tale. <gasps> Yay! And I did ask you um, who your your favorite uh, princess was, and after I did that, I was very concerned that you would say like Belle or Ariel because I don't have those stories. I think you specified fairy tale princess. Belle and Ariel are fairy tale princesses. Yeah, but like I I guess the way you framed it and having known that you were gonna do a, a Grimm's fairy tale mini, like I kind of I wasn't thinking Disney princess. I was thinking. Like, Princess and the Pea. Yeah, your choices were pretty much Sleeping Beauty, Snow White, and uh, Rapunzel. Yeah. Um, I think there was... Oh, uh, Frog Prince also was was. Oh, option. yeah, that's also a thing. Uh, but we're going to do Rapunzel, which... I'm just going to warn y'all. Not, not a chill story. They usually aren't. It's not like Thumbelina levels of, like, wait, what? <laughs> Or, like, Little Mermaid levels of, oh. Uh, But it gets pretty rough in the middle. Anyway. uh, So, Rapunzel. By uh, Matt Damon and Heath Ledger. I've never seen that movie, and I keep referencing it, and I feel like I should probably see it. You, I feel like you need to. I feel like you would be a person who appreciates it. Yeah, it, it does sound like my jam. All right. Once upon a time, there's no once upon a time, there once was a man and a woman who had long in vain wished for a child. At length, the woman hoped that God was about to grant her desire. These people had a little window at the back of their house from which a splendid garden could be seen, which was full of the most beautiful flowers and herbs. (sighs) Goals. Yeah, I mean, you might identify with one of these characters pretty hard. (laughs) It was, however, surrounded by a high wall, and no one dared to go into it because it belonged to an attra- it belonged to an enchantress named Dame Gothel, who had great power and was dreaded by all the world. So I Goals. love her. Yep. One day, the woman was standing by this window and looking down into the garden when she saw a bed which was planted with the most beautiful Rapunzel, which is a kind of um, I think a leafy vegetable. Oh, interesting. I had no idea. It, it says in parentheses, Rampion. So, could have looked that up beforehand, but this isn't a learning experience. It looked so fresh and green that she longed for it and had the greatest desire to eat some. This desire increased every day, and as she knew that she could not get any of it, she quite pined away and looked pale and miserable. Then her husband was alarmed and asked, What ails you, dear wife? Ah, she replied, if I can't get some of the Rapunzel, which is in the garden behind our house, I shall die. 
That's a little dramatic. Yeah, they kind of reconciled this entangled by making it uh, an enchanted plant. So it kind of made more sense than like, fuck, I need a salad. (laughs) I mean, it's very possible she's suffering from some kind of vitamin deficiency given the time period. Yeah, a little little pica. So I can see how her body would be craving it. (laughs) The man who loved her thought, sooner than let your wife die, bring her some of the Rapunzel yourself. Let it cost you what it will. In the twilight of the evening, he clambered down over the wall into the garden of the Enchantress. Hastily clutched a handful of Rapunzel and took it to his wife. She at once made herself a salad of it and ate it with much delight. She, however, liked it so much, so very much, that the next day she longed for it three times as much as before. If he was to have any rest, her husband must once more descend into the garden. In the gloom of evening, therefore, he let himself down again, but when he had clambered down the wall, he was terribly afraid, for he saw the enchantress standing before him. Bum, bum, bum. (laughs) How can you dare, she said with an angry look, to descend into my garden and steal my Rapunzel like a thief? You shall suffer for it. Ah, he answered, let mercy take the place of justice. I only made up my mind to do it out of necessity. My wife saw your Rapunzel from the window and felt such longing for it that she would have died if she had not got some to eat. I like how he's presenting this as completely rational. (laughs) This is a normal thing that happens to many couples. Then the Enchantress allowed her anger to be softened, and she said to him, If it be as you say, I will allow you to take away with you as much of the Rapunzel as you will. Only I make one condition. You must give me the child which your wife will bring into the world. It shall be well treated, and I will care for it like a mother. The man in his terror consented to everything, and when the woman gave birth, the enchantress appeared at once, gave the child the name of Rapunzel, and took it away with her. Rude. I mean, mean, I guess he was the bargain, but... Yeah. (laughs) This is back in the day when you could, like, give your your child away. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Rapunzel grew into the most beautiful child beneath the sun. When she was twelve years old, the enchantress... The enchantress shut her into a tower, which lay in a forest, and had neither stairs nor door, but quite at the top was a little window. When the enchantress wanted to go in, she placed herself beneath it and cried, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair to me. Rapunzel had magnificent long hair, fine as spun gold, and when she heard the voice of the enchantress, she unfastened her braided tresses, wound them round one of the hooks of the window above, And then the hair fell 20 L's down, and the enchantress climbed up by it. I think L's is like feet or stories. I assume... I assume feet. Feet? Because... I don't know what you're going to do with 200 feet of hair. No, this this one's actually going to bug me. A former English unit of length, as for cloth, equal to 45 inches or about 1.4 meters. Okay. So about like a yard and a half. Per L. That's a lot. So yeah. 60 feet. Yep, she had long hair. More hair than you would expect a 12-year-old to have, but I digress. After a year or two, it came to pass that the king's son rode through the forest and went by the tower. Then he heard a song which was so charming that he stood still and listened. This was Rapunzel, who in her solitude passed her time in letting her sweet voice resound. The king's son wanted to climb up to her and looked for the door of the tower, but none was to be found. He rode home, but the singing had so deeply touched his heart that every day he went out into the forest and listened to it. Once when he was thus standing behind a tree, he saw that the enchantress came there and heard how she cried, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair. 
Then Rapunzel let down the braids of her hair, and the enchantress climbed up to her. If that is the ladder by which one mounts, I will at once try my fortune, said he, and the next day, when it began to grow dark, he went to the tower and cried, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair. Immediately the hair fell down, and the king's son climbed up. Did she not reckon, does she have voice blindness? <laughs> no, she was never taught about stranger danger. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> At first, Rapunzel was terribly frightened when a man, such as her eyes had never yet beheld, came to her. Oh, she's never seen a man. Oh, boy. Uh, but the king's son began to talk to her quite like a friend and told her that his heart had been so stirred that, had, that it had let him have no rest and he had been forced to see her. Then Rapunzel lost her fear, and when he asked if she would take him for her husband, and she saw that he was young and handsome, she thought, He will love me more than the Dame Gothel does, and she said yes, and laid her hand in his. Anything to get out of that fucking tower. She's ignoring a lot of red flags. (laughs) She didn't have the best childhood, let's be real. She said, I will willingly go away with you, but I do not know how to get down. Bring with you a skein of... Skein? Is that how you pronounce that word? Skein? Yeah, I think Uh. so. Bring with you a skein of silk every time that you come, and I will weave a ladder with it. And when it is ready, I will descend, and you will take me on your horse. They agreed that until that time he should come to her every evening, for the old woman came by day. The enchantress remarked nothing of this until once Rapunzel said to her, Tell me, Dame Gothel, how it happens that you are so much heavier for me to draw up than the young king's son. He is with me in hardly a minute. You fucking idiot. What? Why are... How do you just, like, accidentally say all those words? (laughs) Ah, you wicked child, cried the enchantress. What do I hear you say? I thought I had separated you from all the world, and yet you had deceived me. In her anger, she clutched Rapunzel's beautiful tresses, wrapped them twice around her left hand, seized a pair of scissors with the right, and snip-snap they were cut off, and the lovely braids lay on the ground. And she was so pitiless that she took poor Rapunzel into a desert where she had to live in great grief and misery. Good lord. Also, how did they get down? I guess she's in, she's magic. I mean, she had the hair, so she probably, like, tied it off on something. Maybe, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. On the same day that she cast out Rapunzel, the enchantress fastened the braids of hair which she had kept on the hook of the window. And oh. in the evening, when the king's son came and cried, Rapunzel, Rapunzel... Let down your hair. She let the hair down. Uh-oh. Some, like, horror movie tension happening. <laughs> the king's son ascended, but he did not find his dearest Rapunzel above, but the enchantress who gazed at him with wicked and venomous looks. Aha, she cried mockingly. You would fetch your dearest, but the beautiful bird sits no longer singing in the nest. The cat has got it and will scratch your eyes out as well. Rapunzel is lost to you, and you will never see her more. The king's son was beside himself with pain, and in his despair he leapt down from the tower. He escaped with his life, but the thorns onto which he fell pierced his eyes. Ah! (laughs) He then wandered quite blind around the forest, ate nothing but roots and berries, and did nothing but lament and weep over the loss of his dearest wife. (sighs) Thus he roamed about in misery for some years, and at length came to the desert where Rapunzel, with the twins to which she had given birth, a boy and a girl, lived in wretchedness. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. I know. Skipped, a, skipped a couple of things. He heard a voice, and it seemed so familiar to him that he went towards it. And when he approached, Rapunzel knew him and, and embraced him and wept. 
Two of her tears wetted his eyes, and they grew clear again, and he could see with them as before. He led her to his kingdom, where he was joyfully received, and they lived for a long time afterwards, happy and contented. The end. And it's kind of anticlimactically. Um, it's just like he wandered for a while and everything was bad, but then they found each other and it was great. The end. Yeah, I don't know what the moral of that story is. Like, don't steal. Don't. I, I have learned no lessons. Mm. I don't know what to tell you. I learned nothing. I learned something I learned from Rapunzel's a vegetable. <laughs> yeah, we're going to look into that right now. <laughs> All right. Rapunzel, Rampion, a Eurasian plant of the bellflower family, some kinds of which have a root that can be eaten in salads. Oh, it's very pretty. It's like a purple flower. Oh. Actually, knowing that made the uh, opening of Tangled make a lot more sense. Oh, there you go. I don't think I've ever seen the beginning of Tangled. It's a good movie. I think I've seen, like, the maybe, like, the last two-thirds. Yeah, it's it's cute. Um, Like, I, I wouldn't put it in, like, top five, but maybe top ten. Yeah. Anyway, that's the story of Rapunzel. If you learned anything, like, tell us, because... Yeah, I would to love to hear some interpretations of what that what that was about. Yep, I learned nothing, but it was fun. Yeah, good story. Okay, bye. I, I, I don't know. How do we end minis? Goodbye. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is as above, so below.